Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Welcome <laughs> to your therapy treatment. Um, just when you think you get the hope, you think you see the playoff destiny, this day <laughs> shall forever be remembered as a day which shall live in infamy. Yeah, I use those words lightly. It is December 7th. It, uh... Pearl Harbor Day, and man, it, I, I think that's kind of how it feels. The sink got shunk, sunk, right? The 49ers came out, and defensively, we're, we're going to go through all this, and I want to say thank you to everybody for showing up after that. Get it off your chest, baby. Uh, no holds barred. Don't hold back. You got to drop in some cuss words. You do what you got to do. Um, let, let's talk. Let's chit-chat. Now, we do have some good news. We are giving away a Brandon Ayuk jersey who played very, very well. He had that one huge play that totally cost him uh, that brought about the interception. But we're going to go over positives. We're going to go over negatives. But I think the clear picture is this. And I think the thing that you know I'm taking away from day one, this is not the first game that the 49ers allowed one person to make this game over before it even started. Emmanuel Mosley, he, he's scratched because of a hamstring. So what do the 49ers do? You go with number 27. I'm not mad at number 27. I'm not mad at him. I'm not mad at number 27. I'm mad at a coaching staff that refuses to understand what it is and what he cannot do, which is play football at the NFL level, and just stick with them blindly. No matter what. Oh, it's a position you haven't played in three years. You got this. We're going to put you against Cole Beasley. I was worried about Cole Beasley before I found out number 27 was starting. You go back to the episode we did on Saturday. I said, look, my biggest question mark in this game, it's Cole Beasley. He is going to feast on our defensive scheme. And that was when Emmanuel Mosley was on there. Now you throw in number 27 and Robert Sala just says, you know what? Let's stick with it. The entire time, zero adjustments. Stop me if you heard that one before. But why, as a coaching staff, you lost that Miami game before it ever even started, whenever you put out the 20th outside corner, and the only reason why he was out there is because Dante Johnson was hurt. Well, you do the same exact, same damn thing against the Buffalo Bills, and you just stuck with it. There was a point in the game where it was about eight plays in a row where passes <laughs> were towards number 27's direction or rush attempts were towards number 27 uh, where he was out there. It's so simple. 
You find the worst player out there, and if they're not going to give him help, if they're not going to replace him, why change it if it ain't bro if it ain't broke, don't change it. And Robert Sala just has no answers. He doesn't do anything. You can zoom in on his face all you want, and you can show him running the stands. But damn it, that dude has no damn clue how to fix something that's not perfect. He, he can't do it. And so you let one player, one, I understand your top three nickel guys are out. I get it. I understand. Really top four. DJ Reed's balling out. He's the best secondary player for the Seattle Seahawks. Whatever. Let's just throw that one out the window. Kwan Williams is hurt. Got it. Uh, Jamar Taylor comes in, plays great. He's hurt. Got it. Emmanuel Mosley comes in, plays okay. He's hurt. Got it. You have players on your team who have played that position before. Jimmy Ward could transition down or... Stay in 4-3. Your Sam linebacker is a safety, Marcel Harris, who runs a 4-freaking-4. Four four. You can keep him out there. Try that, maybe. Instead, Marcel Harris doesn't even get on the field tonight. He doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. You don't even try to fix what is, what's completely broken. You don't even try to do it. Ah, man. Defense sucked. Six straight scoring possessions by the Buffalo Bills. To add to that, you look at the last <laughs> little ESPN put like just an extra just kicking the rear end at the end of it. The best game by a Bills quarterback in franchise history. They <laughs> the best ever. Four touchdowns, highest completion percentage, no turnovers, never been done. The greatest statistical game ever by a Bills quarterback against this defense. Man, Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde, right? Last week, you know, I put out there, I thought that was one of the best defensive performances that the 49ers have had since Robert Saul and Kyle Shanahan showed up. And how do you follow that up on primetime TV? Your big, tough defense? Yeah, you get boat raced. Boat raced by Joshua Dammit Allen. Dumb face, freaking mascot himself, just freaking let you up. And the problem was going to be, you know, I said there were two conditions, the 49ers, that you have to do defensively. Stop the mobile quarterback. Well, guess what? He never even ran the ball against us. That, that didn't even happen. Josh Allen, he had six rush, six carries for 11 yards. He did nothing running the ball. So you check that one off, but what you didn't do is the slot wide receiver. Then you tried to manufacture pressure by bringing five with delayed blitzes off the edge. You weren't blitzing the Mike linebacker. Uh, I think the first series they did, then after that they stopped doing it, which worked. Instead, they started bringing delayed corner blitzes off the edge and putting the back half in man coverage against Stefan Diggs. Are you kidding me? Richard Sherman can't guard Stefan Diggs in man coverage for five plus seconds. Jimmy Verrett can't do it either. And whenever you do it repeatedly, now it's predictable. Yeah, this. We're going to talk about the offense because I think there are some things that we could take away from this. But this game was lost on defense. I don't care about the offense really that much. Uh, there are some issues. Debo being completely taken out of the game by Tredavious White in the first half, non-existent. You need to manufacture him some snaps, get him involved. Um, that's on the coach, right? Uh, you abandoned the running game in the third quarter, completely got away from it. You bench Raheem Mostert, who was averaged 4.7 yards per carry. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why did you not get him the ball more? He had 21 rush attempts. 
21 rush attempts. Nick Mullins threw the ball 39 times. You're not going to win any games doing that. I understand you have to throw the ball late, but, man, you go all the way up. You score a touchdown whenever Kendrick Bourne got tackled on the one-inch line. It's a seven-point game. And then you throw the interception, and then it gets out of hand by that. But you got rid of the run game. You can't do that. Cannot do that. Can't do that. Um, anyway, let's get to some questions. You've heard me rant long enough. Um, uh, shout out to the Countdown crew, baby. I, I freaking love it. Um, there are some amazing freaking people here. And, man, you know, I made my list, which I usually do, um, you know, of who is eligible, you know, anybody puts hashtag CC in the first two minutes of a broadcast, you get entered into um, what we're doing with the giveaway. I'm excited. We have several giveaways. Um, we're going to be giving away Brandon Ayuk jersey here in a minute. Uh, also, for the people that have been diehard 49ers fans, you guys, um, if you send me, email me a snapshot of, you know, the 49ers Rush podcast is one of your top things, uh, podcasts of the year, then guess what? You're also going to be getting some giveaways and some 49ers Rush gear. I'm going to send you some t-shirts and stuff like that. So email that to me at 40, uh, 49ers Rush Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can message me on Twitter at JL underscore Chapman. So that is where we are at. Um, so anyway, let's get to some questions. Let's do this, baby. Because um, I can see they're coming in. I love it. Appreciate everybody. If there's your first time with us, hit subscribe. Jason says defense couldn't get a stop on third or fourth down. They just couldn't finish. They couldn't do anything. It, the defense, again, as I said, was completely lost. Now, if you look at the numbers, here's what's crazy. They didn't even have that many third downs. The Bills converted four out of nine third downs. That's it. That's it. The 49ers had six out of 11 third down conversions. Nick Mullins was great. Nick Mullins played well enough to win this game. The defense did not give him the opportunity. Now, four of nine on third down, that's bad. That's over 40%. But then you look at fourth down, which the Bills are the best in the NFL on fourth downs. They go two for three. So that means of those nine drives that should have been ended and turned over on downs, actually six out of nine continued to go for points. 60%, that's like 63%. This is not going to cut it. It's just not. I think you're exactly right. You got to get off the damn field, and we could not do it tonight. It was an embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, depressed Niner fan. I'm blacked out drunk already, chap. Here's the, the the probably the one good thing about this podcast. There's several, but <laughs> I can't get pissed off and start drinking beer because whenever I drink a lot, I slur my speech, man, and nobody wants to hear drunk Chapman on here for an hour uh, drooling on himself. Hashtag South, we speak slow. It's what it is. Um, Sergio, talking about the turnovers. This is the sixth consecutive game for the 49ers, where we have turned the ball over at least two times. That is not winning football. That is not winning football. Now, there are two interceptions on this, okay? One of the interceptions was off Brandon Ayuk's hands. Not a great pass, not a bad pass. 100% on Brandon Ayuk. But while we're talking about Brandon Ayuk, he continues to show out. Five catches, 95 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Brandon Ayuk is great. Um, even had a deep ball. I, I can't even believe it. Nick Mullins attempted a pass that went over 20 yards. I think he has three on the season through six starts. Um, but it was a great ball. It was caught. It was a huge gain, 49 yards. Brandon Ayuk is great. 
He does bobble the ball sometimes. That is a tendency that we're starting to develop now. But usually he comes up with it. Um, just got hit as he bobbled the ball this time and ended up being an interception. That is rough. Now the other interception is fourth and half an inch. We go empty set. Oh, my God. Our best asset is running the football. It's Kyle Shanahan in the end zone. He has one of two mindsets. We go giant jumbo goal line package and bring it all in, or we go empty. Why can't you just do a spread run <laughs> at the goal line? I don't understand it. But anyway, I digress. We go in an empty set, five wide, and they put their number one corner, one of the top Three corners in the NFL. Tredavious White. He's the reason. He shut down Debo in the first half, by the way. They put Tredavious White one-on-one -on -one with our third-string running back, Jeff Wilson Jr. Now, Jeff Wilson Jr. had a great game. But do not, on fourth down, target your running back manned up against one of the best corners in the NFL. They had three linebackers on the field that play. We targeted their best corner versus our running back. I don't get it. Um, I know the play broke down. He was scrambling, trying to make something happen. I respect that. He didn't take a sack. Uh, put the ball in the end zone. That's great. You had to get a touchdown there if you were going to have a chance to get back in the game. But come on. <laughs> Use some type of understanding of football not to target a running back on fourth down and man coverage versus their best damn defender. Come on, man. Now, that interception was just stupid. Oh, man, I was mad. I, I was pretty hot on that one. But... Man, let's talk Nick Mullins. I think this was Nick Mullins' best start this year. He threw three touchdown passes. He didn't get sacked one time. No sacks. Def the offensive line wasn't great, but it was 100% good enough to win. The offense, Nick Mullins, good enough to win. You put up 24 points. You played well enough to win. Um, you got stopped on the one-yard line twice. Red zone offense is a whole nother thing now. You got stopped on the one-yard line the very first drive. Zero points to account for it. You got stopped in the fourth quarter on the one-yard line. Zero points to account for it. So you left too much out there. You can't do that whenever you're a backup quarterback and you're playing against an offense that's on fire. But again, Nick Mullins, 26 of 39, 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, 95.7 quarterback rating with those two interceptions. He played, he played well, not even upset. The problem is we didn't run the ball. 21 rushing attempts, that ain't going to do it. We averaged over four yards a carry. But we got away from the run, and I, I think that was problematic. I think that caused so many issues. I really don't like that. Uh, Russ, our favorite player, number 27, actually played half decent tonight. I disagree. Um, whenever you get targeted probably 17 times and you allow 15 of 17 catches, now, given Robert Sala put him in the worst possible position to be successful, he did nothing. He did nothing um, to help him out. Yeah, it's, it's kind of rough. Warner played great. A lot of people kept blaming Sherm. I don't know, man. Sherm didn't play great. But whenever you put anybody in man coverage with no safety help, mind you, and you ask them to play man coverage against Diggs for five seconds plus, nobody's going to win that. There's not one corner in the NFL that's going to win that consistently, and that's what we asked our team to do nonstop. Uh, yeah, Sherman didn't play great. He did not. But make no mistake, you look at the touchdown, which, you know, I'll break it down on game pass, the wide-open touchdown to Gabriel Davis in the end zone, that was 100% on 27. 
you know, we have adjusted our coverage. We were in a too high safety look. In a too high safety look, Richard Sherman, the number one outside corner, he has to look through the number two wide receiver. So you count him, number one out wide receiver on the outside. Number two, he looks through the number two wide receiver. If the number two wide receiver breaks off to the flat, a shallow route, the outside corner jumps and the person lined up in the slot or the flats fades deep in the too high safety look. It's not our cover three look. And you saw Richard Sherman like jump the underneath route and turn around with his hands up. And then you see Tarvarius Moore coming over in the too high safety look. Perhaps he could have made that 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 play, but most safeties won't. And you just see <laughs> number 27 duck his head. Ducked his head. Now, it looks like it's Sherman's fault. It's not Sherman's fault. Uh, once we do the breakdown, the rules, you've seen that coverage several different times. 100% on number 27. Now, what did Robert Sala do after that? Paraded him right back out there and let him continue making mistakes. Um, yeah, it was bad, man. It, it was it was bad. Yeah, I love this. I, nobody you need to know. I think Sala wants to stay with the Niners because that game looked like he was trying to yank his uh, head coaching future. Yeah, I, I think Robert Sala is getting hired this year, and I'm I'm grateful. I think he'll be a good head coach. I'll root for him. But I sure as hell don't want him calling my defense anymore. I'd love for him to set up the scheme and just let somebody else be in charge of personnel. He just he just sucks at personnel, to be honest with you. The scheme's not bad. The scheme's not bad. It's just he gets he allows personnel to beat him. That's what it is. Um, Jose, why did we take so long to use Debo Samuel? Two things. One, I agree with you. We should have got him involved. You can get Debo Samuel involved. We didn't run one jet sweep. Now, the alignment in their kind of 3-4 hybrid scheme, they have outside Ghost 9 linebackers, not D linemen, that are shooting outside. You remember that outside toss to Tevin Coleman where he just got like tackled for a 9-yard loss and blown up by a linebacker? That's why you can't do the jet sweeps because they have those edges pinned bringing on the outside to stop that. So their defensive alignment kind of took away that play. You could have forced it. You could have at least tried it. We've done some of the jet sweeps where he breaks it off inside. That might have been available. So that's a problem. But Tredavious White shut down Debo. There's no doubt about that. The second half, um, we moved Debo around just to get him to run routes. You could have done that in the first half. Could have done that. Uh, but yeah, that's a problem. Now, Debo did show up pretty big in the second half. Six catches, 73 yards, all in the second half. It was all Ayuk early, then it was all Debo late. Can't do that. You need consistency. But you look at Nick Mullins and his shortcomings. One, he cannot throw the ball to Jordan Reed to save his life. Nick Mullins hates Jordan Reed. <laughs> he got the touchdown at the end, which was really, really nice. But for some reason, man, when he throws the ball <laughs> to Jordan Reed, he just sucks. Um, it just sucks. Yeah, Josh Allen, he tore up our defense. There's no doubt. Uh, yeah, Moore, Tarvarius Moore. He had a, he had a bad night, man. He, he did not have a good game at all, Russ. 100. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. 
On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 100% with you. And you look at some of the big plays. I don't put them on Tarvarius more. Who had a good game in the secondary? Uh, it's hard to name anybody. And the defense kind of reminded me of the lack of pass rush weeks four to six. You remember after we lost everybody um, on the defensive line, we couldn't even touch the quarterback. That's what it looked like tonight. The defensive game plan was do not let Josh Allen defeat you running the ball. And he didn't. Six rushes for 11 yards. He, He didn't do much on the ground. But man, he looked like an MVP out there running around and yeah he's he, you know i i said in the the game before that he was fifth in line for the mvp as, according to vegas he just passed russell wilson uh he's going to be top three so it's going to go it's probably going to be um patrick mahomes one aaron Rodgers two josh allen three that's the current pecking order um you know derrick henry was up there he had a terrible game so it, he MVP'd us. We got beat, and we didn't do anything to challenge him. Defense just disappeared. They vanished. That's the title, man. Damn it. The day which thou live in infamy. I'm mad now. Uh, Kaleo, why is 27 still on our team? Great question. They talk about great locker room guy, amazing person. Probably is. No ill will towards him as a human being. Just get the hell off my damn team. I don't want you on my team. And that's on Kyle Shanahan. That's on Robert Sala. At any point, any point, Kyle Shanahan could have went over there and said, look, man, get him off the field. He's done it before. Couldn't do it this time. I don't know why. I don't know why. Um, ah, gosh, it's so bad. Beasley went off. He, he had a... <laughs> Cole Beasley had a career high in receptions and receiving yards in the first half. Not for the first half. For his entire career. like <laughs> That's where he was. 
Ah, it's so mess. It's such a mess. There will come a day when receivers will learn how to catch with their butts in that dark and bizarre time. Uh, yeah, Nick Mullins is a mess, dude. But I, I don't put this game on him. I really, really don't. You know, it, I, I really thought that he played well enough to win this game. Defense just, they were straight trash. They were so bad. They were so bad. You look at just the numbers, man, and it just got bad. Refs, guess what? Refs contributed to two of those scoring drives. Two of those scoring drives should not have been touchdowns, but it's the 49ers. It's always going to go against us. It's what it is. The, on fourth and one, early in the first half, pivotal play. They go for it, a huge hold on the outside on Drake Greenlaw, who was the force edge player that stopped him from getting outside. Would he have made the tackle? Who knows? Maybe, maybe not. We'll find out on Game Pass when we do our breakdown on Patreon. If you're not with us on Patreon, go to patreon.com, 49ers Rush. We go over every single play, the all 22 and the end zone um, of every single play, offense and defense. Patreon.com, type in 49ers Rush, join us there. All support, appreciated, and go straight to the podcast. But that was one. The second one, I don't think that that passing or the roughing the passer on Contavious Street. Yeah, he's an idiot. We know that. Um, he shouldn't be out there. He's a backup, but we've got so many injuries. It's what it is. But you saw the angle where he barely even put his hand on the shoulder and Allen just flipped out. Um, he got the acting job and the refs are going to give it to him. That's the MVP treatment and he's getting it. Um, he's starting to get that. So anyway... Um, let's go ahead. Let's hear a quick word from our sponsor. Then let's do this giveaway, baby. So all my countdown crew, don't be pissed off because we got more giveaways coming this week as well. So let's hear from our sp sponsors, my bookie, and then, uh, we will be giving away this jersey. All right. MyBookie.ag sponsors this podcast and they have been partners for a long time. I love their product. I love what they do. So here's the deal. Whether you're a first-time customer or you've been betting with MyBookie for years like me, there's no shortage of value to be found in thousands of game lines, prop bets, over-unders, spreads, parlays. You name it, you can bet on it there. And it goes outside of sports as well. Let's say you're a casino and a card guy. Guess what? They have everything. Classic table games, slot, card games, everything that you would expect to find at a local casino, they have it. And the best part about MyBookie Guess what? The doors never close. You can bet there anytime. So here's what you got to do. Head over to mybookie.ag. Whenever you do, use the promo code 49ers. This supports the podcast. 49ERS. And here's the deal. If you do that, they're going to match your deposit halfway. All the way up to 1000 bucks. This is free money, guys. So if you put in $200, they're going to give you 100 bucks to bet for free. Now, rollovers do apply. And if you don't know how that works, their customer service is incredible. So, if you're already planning to bet this season, there's free money to be had. Head over there. We've been killing it all season long. We're going to have draft uh, prop bets as well moving forward. So, it's a winning season at MyBookie. Head over there, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers. And again, let's make some money and have some fun while betting together. Thank you so much, MyBookie, for the continued support. And again, if you want to help support the podcast, this is the way to do it. All right, so again, just a quick reminder, uh, if you want to be a part of the Countdown crew, we do giveaways every month, every single month, all year, not just during the season. This is a year-long podcast. Um, all you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that notification bell. Join us when we go live. 
All you got to do is just mention hashtag CC. That puts you in the running for a giveaway. We do it every single month. So uh, the winner this month, again, uh, sorry for everybody who doesn't win, but trust me, we're going to be around for a while. We'll get everybody something eventually. The Brandon Ayuk jersey. Tommy Huxley, you handsome devil you. I don't know what you look like, but uh, you're going to look even better once you get this Brandon Ayuk jersey. So reach out to me, Tommy. Um, email me, 49ersRushPodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter. You can DM me. DMs are always open at JL underscore Chapman. And we still, I'm going to give away two, the next two podcasts, I'm going to give away two more things. Just burning money at both ends. Why not? Um, for people, again, who send me snapshots, whether on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, showing the 49ers Rush Podcast is one of your top podcasts of 2020. You do that, um, again, two more people got to be getting away some more give giveaways this year. Now, let's talk quickly just about the playoffs. <laughs> you guys are like, playoffs? We're talking playoffs? Some good news. Number one, John Lynch on ESPN this morning said, we have received great news on Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle that they might be back sooner than we had hoped. Now, again, the 49ers are now 5-18 and 18 without Jimmy Garoppolo under center with Kyle Shanahan there. 5-18 and 18 without him. With him, pretty damn great. I think 22-8 and eight off the top of my head. I could be off on those numbers. Anyway, regardless, you get those guys back. Now, it doesn't help out your defense. They're still going to get some problems, but you will be getting K1 Williams back. You will be getting Emmanuel Mosley back. You're going to be getting some help um, on the defensive side at that cornerback position, which is going to be great. Um, now, the 49ers fall. Um, again, they, they fell considerably. You were so close. Now they're all the way down to 11th. There is a logjam of five and seven teams the Bears, the Lions, the 49ers, and Washington, who we play next week. But the 49ers at the bottom because of the conference record. I told you guys earlier this week, this game was the least important game left on the 49ers schedule for playoff situation. We got four games left. Nine and seven, you're in the playoffs. You're going to get in the playoffs. Eight and eight, maybe, probably not. But 49ers still got a shot. They still got a shot. Is it going to happen? Probably not but they still have a shot to be there. Um, so we'll keep up with that. You know, you look at the schedule with what we have left. 49ers, you're not traveling much. You're you're in Glendale, Arizona, for Washington next week. Then you travel to, da travel to Dallas. That's a quick one. Then you go back to Arizona to play Arizona. And then last week, who the hell knows where that's going to be played. You're supposed to be home versus Seattle. Can you win those four games? Yeah, you can. Get George Kittle back, yeah, that's going to help a lot. You get Garoppolo back, it's going to help even more. You can win those four games. Is it likely? No, it's not. But it is a possibility. Um, so, draft status for all my other people on the other side. It depends on what you are. It's not half full or a glass half full or half empty. It's Is the glass for playoffs or is it for draft order? <laughs> Here's the bad news. Before this game. The 49ers were picking 14th in the draft. After this game, the 49ers are picking 14th in the draft. It didn't change. Uh, we did not move up in draft order. You look at the 5-7 and seven teams, again, very similar to what I just said. 49ers, Bears, Lions, Washington, all those guys are logjammed. We are at the bottom whenever you look at conference, uh, conference win uh Winning percentage for playoff position. We are also at the bottom of strength of schedule. We have the toughest 
So that puts us at the bottom for draft order. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. How do we lose both of those? But there are still four games. We'll have to see what happens. Now, if the 49ers lose next week to the Washington Redskins, or Washington football team, they don't even have a mascot, 100% playoffs are done. You can lose one game, but probably not to Washington. Um, I doubt that you're going to beat both Arizona and Seattle back-to-back. You got a shot, but eh, it's what it is. So that's going to let you know kind of where we're at there. Now, we've got a full week this week, guys, and you guys are incredible. I really do appreciate the support. The turnout is incredible, even after that game. It sucks, man. (laughs) It sucks. Maybe we will get a quarterback. Maybe we will get a nickelback. Maybe we will get a uh, tight end back, even though the tight ends played well today. None of them played as well as George Kittle, but still. 49ers still got a little bit of hope, man. A little bit of hope. A little bit of hope. Appreciate all the support. As always, please rate subscribe review the show helps us out hit that notification bell we'll be back this weekend as soon i'm just waiting for them to open up the film probably not going to get the film up until wednesday morning as far as patreon video breakdowns go but uh my guess is the schedule we'll see it's going to be a little in flux because it was a later game but all four episodes this week don't worry we're going to be with you we've got everything you need thank you guys so much and as always Stay strong, Faithful, because you need it, man. Oh, that was rough. Stay strong. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.